What's up, y'all? We back again with Put a Ring on It, the Ratchet Version panel. I'm just playing. I'm just with that face. I'm going to take you to look up. Uh, all right. Now, I usually, I, I, I'm going to go ahead. Because this, this, this uh, live we do, it's really no fucks given. So, um, Abby? Don't go to me first. I didn't watch it. What you mean? <laughs> I told y'all I was playing ready to love last night and I was ready to love and I didn't see none of it. Wait a minute. So wait a minute. So we didn't see an actual love connection in real life. So how was that for you? Oh, absolutely not with this person who I was playing with. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay, this is this is part two of the family, right, Stacey? Because uh uh, what's obviously getting the children's name? Charlie, her, her mama come by. We get to see what's his name cry a little bit. Can he give you an update? Baby, hold up, that. hold up. Let me tell you where we at. Oh, Lord, come to Would you like for me to do? Would you like for me to do the um Abby Junior review? Please, yes, please. Yes, I couldn't even get a cliff note. Okay, so so let me go ahead. And, let me go ahead and say this. All right, so boom. Um, Shorty's mama comes in. They have some of her, whatever the traditional tea is. They talk about how um, Kenneth ain't worth a damn. He ain't got no job. He ain't build his credit up. And and then and then she go out on another, another date with the Tabby dude. And this is the second date, and she really enjoyed his company. Then um, Alphonse, um, Shay and Alfonso, they have a heart to heart, and he's still he's still laughing and shit. And then. Uh, and when he figure out Shay might leave him, it's always when somebody get ready to leave is when they have an epiphany. It's when, uh, what, what, hold on, what's her name? Uh, Dr. Nicole come over and, and, and they try to figure out how they gonna be able to, how she gonna be able to lose family because he don't want to lose Shay all of a sudden. And then um, Char- uh, Charlana and Otis, Otis fake crying in the restaurant and shit because Baby, he, he then them, them fake crying, then fake crying. He was out here with the crocodile tears, talking about some old. Oh, I'm so Honey sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry about this, this, that, and the other. And then you know, uh, that's pretty much it. The family come in, and the, fam- the, the, the family come in and give bad advice, and then that's the end of the episode. Oh, the numbers, but but say say uh, who who the one with Otis? That the one with, uh, Shay Mama was giving some good advice. Was that the one she was like, he ain't for you? That's the same one. The same yeah, we've been saying he ain't for you for the last seven episodes. Yeah, but obviously, even Mama said it. She still was like, she ain't trying to hear. My thing is, when she was arguing with him, going back and forth about the whole the baby mama thing, I don't even understand. When she I don't understand. about to say it. It's weird. Like, girl, why are you still there? I'm sorry if you see this. I don't understand why. Why you're still there? Wow. Well, <laughs> first of all, Kamisha. I'm gonna sell out my fucking oh sorry. I'm gonna sell off of my sofa because I was like, first of all, this this is real crazy. Because now the truth is coming out, and it's like he's like he's like a passe kind of person. He's like he's like one of those people that's like go with the flow. So when they were asking, well, how, when Dr. Nicole asked Fonzo, how did your, where was the closure in your previous relationship? He was like, well, it just eventually, like, wait, hold up. I made a quote. I made a quote. He said, um, he said, 
it just phased out. How do, how do you phase out a breakup? Mm. How a breakup is a phase out? It's you either in or you out. Or you out. How is it a phase? Then okay. it's like on one hand, I'm so on my last nerve with Shay, but then Alfonso said like he lacks maturity and a failure to communicate. Like their whole relationship is a shit show. Like shit show is too big of a word for the sh actual show. And can I speak their on that real quick, Stacy? Their relationship is a whole shit show. Because he's can like, I speak on that, Stacy? Oh, go ahead, correct me too, because my nerves is all the way back. Like, can I speak I on it? I've never been so drove watching a TV. No, no, I'm not. I'm not trying to correct you. Correct me. I want to be wrong. Let me just let me preface this by saying the reason why it's a shit show. Let me tell you why it's a shit show. Because on December 31st of 2019, Shay and Alfonso were in Las Vegas and they decided to get married. And they what? went and they actually got married through a ceremony, but they never filed the paperwork to receive a marriage. I have the receipts. So, oh, so when she said last from? week about that's where that rah 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 comes from because even though they didn't file the paperwork, she feels yes, she is his spouse. They tried to clean it up because of the show, just like um Tay Cherie said, Oh, your wife, and because I'm pretty sure that in some conversation on the way to the restaurant, he may have told her that they actually got married. And she even said in in um an instant that they got married but didn't file the paperwork but this is where the bullshit comes because first you talked about oh y'all had an engagement party but you don't really know his mama then and now we come to find out long 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 before the engagement party which was august 8th or 10th of 2021 the engagement party but y'all had gotten married in las vegas on december 31st 2019 y'all can all look it up on the las vegas clark county uh marriage record oh, search but they never filed the actual certificate of the signatures to get to to prove it to be a legalized married but we all know back in the day before the LBGTQA plus community could get married, they would go through the process of a ceremony, a commitment ceremony, or they would go and get married, but they couldn't file a marriage certificate. So Shay feels like they are married because they went before um, somebody and did a whole marriage ceremony. They just never legally filed the paperwork. And uh, anybody who wants the documentations, I do have that. And then okay, I'm gonna sit my tea. I wanted to talk about uh what's his name? Um much as I go to his channel. I know y'all call him the, the Gray Burger or whatever. Um Kenneth uh Kenneth with his gray burgers yeah. and his Kenneth, fucked up onion cuts. I, go I, ahead. He, 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 he said that y'all don't like him because he actually he actually watched the panel and he actually told me that um, I don't have an issue with Kenneth. I'm just mad at the gray so hamburger. I, 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 I love his ass, so he can't say that. 
He said I'm proud with bloggers. I just think that he said he said they don't like me either. I said, damn, I wouldn't even read for that. But uh But me and Kenneth is cool though. Me Kenneth said he would interview with me when the show's over. I'm cool with so, Kenneth. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Cool I just I'm feel like them burgers was looking rough. Okay. I want to talk about his oh, brother. Oh, I saw the burgers, guys. Yeah, I want, talk, I want to talk about his brother being on there. It seemed like he was so like hyped up when his brother was there and they was talking about her. How did y'all feel about that? I mean, I was curious, I was curious to know what y'all thought about that. The whole brother thing. When it, was, it seemed like he was able to drag it. I, I mean, like the brother thing because he was asking Kenneth, like, what would she say about you? Like, in every relationship, there is always... Ninety percent of the time, there's always one person who puts more effort. Ten percent of the time, both people are putting in more effort. But when he asked him how how would she feel about you or what would she say about you, you know what I'm saying? I thought that was a valid question. Mm. First well, of all, his brother came with some realness. Like I appreciated his brother coming on because it made Kenneth seem like a more wholesome person, if that makes sense. Um, mm. oh my god, I guess I can see hey, really BTV and leave hey, so, so the one thing that the brother brought up that I took issue with is that he's like, Bro, recently, Shorty done called mama dogging you, bashing you, and his brother. That's his, the part his, I have an issue with. I mean, that's the problem. Well, not, not, not really the brother, more of Kenneth coming over, talking about his mama, talking about maybe my mama will whoop your I was like, bro, you're doing way too much. Right now. No, but Kamisha, you know, if a dude call one of our mamas or aunties, well, I got a problem with her, and they constantly nagging about us. What do you think our parents going to, you think our parents going to side with you? Or you think our parents going to be our oh, parents? Oh, no, of course, 100%. But look, no, when my daddy was set up, let me tell you something. Me my, me, my ex- like, if he felt like that I was wrong, he would tell me I was wrong in front of my ex. And my mom is the same way. Now, well, that, well, that's I'm, true. I'm blood. Of course, I'm the baby. But I'm just telling you, my mom, my mother and my dad did not have a problem with saying, no, baby girl, you wrong on this one. In front of him and behind the scenes. Because that's, you know. But I, I get what you're saying with that. Well, but this is the way he was coming. He was coming with so much smoke. I'm like, oh, going to tell you. If she was sitting there, he would not. But Kamisha. Here's here's what we can see. Like when we watch these shows, we look we look at it like I don't know what I don't know who's telling the truth, but I can dictate like a closer truth by by continual patterns. So what we saw is we learned Shorty dogged him to the brother, to the mama. She dogs him to us, to the audience, puts him out there to Miss Nicole, to Dr. Nicole. And then when her mom came out, her mother, her own mother was like, well, y'all been together for three years and we really don't know him, but I just know the bad stuff you told me. Oh, snap. Yeah. Okay. The mom says she doesn't know him well. And she says that, well, Shorty, you know, you only complained about his immaturity and financial immaturity. So, so... All I'm gonna say, and this isn't to defend uh, Kenneth, Kenneth at all. All I'm gonna say is that we shoot ourselves in the foot when we never have anything positive to say about our mates. When the only feedback we Amen. can give is negative, 
It's like, but but you know what that tells me as a mature woman, as a mature woman, you know what that tells me? That tells me is that we're looking for someone else to tell us to leave. And we need a consensus of maybe three people to be like, why you ain't there? For us to be like, well, his mama told me, his brother told me, and even my mama told me that he ain't nothing and I need to leave. So now I'm going to leave. So I feel like Shorty, as grown as she is, she's just looking for an out. You know, grandma, 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 you picked him though. And that's it. You picked him. I don't want to hear about it. You picked him. That's who you wanted. Well, well, my thing is like, she also let us know that there was. Let me tell you something. Oh, go ahead, Dina. She also let us know. I think it's delayed. Dina, go ahead, Mama. No, I was just going to say, like, uh, my ex-husband, the, the very first time I brought him to my grandmother, who was very wise, wise, wise woman. And I, after he left, it was like I was, you know, talking. He said to me, point blank, that ain't nothing but the devil. And I wish I would have listened to her because she was right. But they have, sometimes you do want to go to your family members because, if your picker is off, which I've said numerous times, my picker sometimes is off. I get, you know, distracted by a six pack or distracted by the D or, you know, whatever. You Sometimes you need some outside help to reel you in and look at the situation, the emotions and the physical being involved. And had I listened to her, I could have avoided 10 years of drama so sometimes you do need to go and seek outside help but the key thing is you need to listen to that help and move accordingly 100 brother btv what is going on you want to add What's your favorite couples i'm not already told y'all what shorty doing i don't know what i'm not already told y'all what that woman doing she's looking for she's using this show as a way to get out of that relationship and and, and up her game to get something better. Oh, you know, and, and a public humiliation, public humiliation, and validation of the exit. Maybe because she's a public figure. Sorry, really, be out the ground with you. No, but I'm no, I'm super agreeing with really That's yeah, I super agree with her too, one thousand percent. And I feel like she's using this as an out, and and she thirst trapping at the same time to get a better arrangement. Oh wow. Y'all really well. I, mean, I don't know. I mean I, I can't say she not. I don't I don't What you think, Stacy? I wait for really be the finish. Hold on, let, 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 I think it's a delay. I mean I'm just saying I don't I'm not saying she wrong. I mean I'm not saying you're wrong about that Dina. I don't see that part of it. I just I do I think I just I just can't let go of the fact that I think this woman is really crying out for help. I really do. I really do. Okay. And, and I feel you on that. But let's 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 rewind back. You go to Kenneth's YouTube page where he was showcasing all of their lives before the money came into play, right? And they was happy and blah blah blah. Shorty sued her previous radio company and got an undisclosed amount of money. Now they in Buckhead. They was in Columbus, Georgia, okay? In a modest apartment, nice apartment, but it ain't what they in right now. So she didn't, she got this money now, 
right? It's not his money, it's her money. So now you trying to claim Kenneth is, Kenneth is out of his league when y'all was both in the same lane before you got this money. So I feel like this is her XYZ cry for help, but I also feel like she's trying to present herself to other suitors. That's just my personal opinion. No, I, was, I hear what you're saying on that, and that's what I'm saying. I hear what you're saying, but the part you were saying, I'm saying again, I'm, I'm listening. I'm not saying that just because she said it is true. Uh, let's be clear. I, I, I get that people tell their version of the story, but she said that when she first met him, he presented himself one way, and then she found out later that he wasn't who he presented himself to be. And we all know that when we first start dating somebody, we date their representative. And so I don't, I think mm -hmm. that's part of it too. I think part of it is she did not get who this man really is. I think she got his representative. And then when she got behind and realized what he really was, there was more to it. I don't think, I don't think it's because, I mean, let's be clear. Well, I don't know that to be a fact. So let me not say that. Go ahead, Stacey. Wait, keep talking because I got a Jolly Rancher stuck in my back. Somebody said, uh, "Oh, so that's why her mother said she was ready to buy a house, but she gave Kenneth one year to get his credit together." Uh huh. Well, that's what I had to say. If you're together, you don't need him with you to get the house that you want or the house that you can afford. So why do you need his? credit to qualify you for anything if you said he broke and ain't making money i was like you know like the the super mom and me like when i when my kids be telling me a story and i be looking like okay that, that's why i was looking at this thing because i was like what we need his credit for if he don't have no money because if he ain't bringing money to the table no reason to put him on there anyway but that's what I'm saying. I don't think she wanted him to get his credit together to qualify for anything. I think she wanted him to get his credit together so that if they are talking about getting married and creating this, this life together, that he'll be in a situation where he can participate in that side of it. But if she well, got the good credit and he ain't got no, and he don't, then that means that they can't get nothing in the end. They can't buy a car together. They can't buy a house together. They can't build anything like that. That's what I, I think. That's where that was coming from. But here's right. the thing, though. The, reason, the type of woman I, I am. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. I'm sorry. The type of woman I am, I'm not going into any agreement with any lender or whatever unless I know that I can pay for it myself, regardless of what man that I'm with. So if you want to go and purchase a home, then you go and you purchase a home. And he can get his credit right and you add him on later once y'all marry or oh, whatever yeah, the case may be. Over that shit. Nope. I no, no, I'm just no, saying because it's gonna be mine. Because you're not with 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 even even with a ring, it doesn't always work out. But here's my thing: 100%. we may live together X Y Z, but at this point in time, I want a house. You can live here until a we get married. Then I'll put your name on something, or b we go our separate ways, and then you're not gonna get nothing because we're not married. So I'm just saying, me personally, I don't purchase a vehicle. I don't purchase a home. I don't um, enter into any agreement with a credit card lender or whatever, unless I know I can fully pay for it on my own because depending on someone else leads me to disappointment. That's just me though. No, I agree with that part. I agree. I don't, I don't base my bills off of nobody. I get that part. 
I'm talking okay. about the fact that you are in the that we that well, we are. See that they're like, no, no, no. I saw cards. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry, Stacey. I didn't want to cut. Are you okay? I mean, yes. you, were you talking? I didn't want to no, talk I'm sorry. I was talking to my daughter. She was trying to buy me a Mother's Day gift. I'm so sorry, y'all. Oh. No, I'm just saying, I, I understand that part of it because, like I said, I don't base my bills on anybody else either. But again, I'm not going into a relationship where everything is going to fall on me because if his if his credit is messed up, then it eliminates the possibility. Because again, if this is about us building our future and getting and becoming a couple together, then you are eliminating that possibility by the fact that you ain't got no damn credit. Okay, so here's the thing. And like, okay, so in my experience, you know, and just in me, in my marriage, stop. I had to go through a lot, like after my divorce of, I felt, even though we both had things in our joint so names, then look, just because we had things in our joint names, at the end of my divorce, I was stuck paying off all of this debt. It didn't matter if it was my name or his name, but mm. everything that was in our joint names, it he didn't do anything. I had to do it all by myself regardless. My problem with what Shorty had to say in this moment was, it was like she gave him an ultimatum and then she didn't stick with the ultimatum she gave right. him. So what she told her mom was, I gave him a year to get his credit together so that we can buy a house together. Okay, so after one year of whatever he needed to do, when he did not fulfill on his promise to you, you dismissed it and kept living. Like, here you are asking on national television, asking for validation of closure to a relationship you don't need to be in. You're, you're talking about him and granted, I don't think that, you know, like the same that I'm dishing to her about him, I can say the same thing. You know, I'm sure I can give some qualms about her. Like, I'm not trying to be unfair to her. But I'm saying we as women or we as people in relationships, we got to hold ourselves accountable. If these are our relationship goals and this is our lines in the sand, when we get to the moment that we're at this line in the sand and we backtrack, instead of just cutting it and moving forward, then why do we need to come on a public forum and ask the world for their approval of our relationship? That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You should have quit him a long time ago. So now you're mm -hmm. sitting at the table with your mama and your mama saying after three years, she really don't even know your, your boyfriend. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. Mm -hmm. but, but in that same it's respect, it. I can go to Fonzo now, Fonzo and Shay, and say, after three years, your mama don't know who your girlfriend is? Mm -hmm. Because they're looking at you like, well, Fonzo just keeps it moving. Well, he keeps it moving. What is, this is like where we have to clearly not just articulate what our expectations are, but fix what the hell we say. It, you know, I'm gonna say something about Kennedy. I mean, Kennedy, uh, Kennedy, and all, all that mess that's going on with her. I feel like that it's almost becoming a brand. I feel like, and I hate to say it, where 
repeatedly that she is dragging him from the people. Now I do come from like the part of my parents they can't have to say each other. They did it. They did it. They need to do it. They was really cool. I love watching them. What they did get to this animal really grown ass people. I don't understand the fact that she dragged him to little stuff. I don't like seeing a black. What's that noise? I'm hearing shuffling. What's what is? I don't like for a black woman to drag a black man like that. I just I can't. Now if something's going on, and, and, but that's so man. I just I don't know. That doesn't sit with me. Like it, it doesn't. I just I don't know. I'm just now catching up to the comments and I'm looking at Calavero. Listen, I'm speaking from what I see. I do not see any allegations of abuse or anything like that. So if you know something, then you're privy to other information. I'm unaware of that. So all I can give is my vantage point off of what I can see. And all I'm speaking to is as women, as black men, we have got to stick with our standards. Like it's okay to have the standards that Shorty has. It's okay to have the standards that Shay has. But when our partners aren't catching up to our standards, it's we need to find a way to- Who's blaming her? I don't know, but I'm like, we gotta be accountable. I, I have myself on mute when I'm not speaking, so the scratching is not from me, Kamisha, because I know that's annoying. Yeah, I don't know where that noise is coming from. I'm not doing anything. <clears throat> well, I, I hear what y'all are saying, but now me now I I I, I ha let me say this, and I know it's only based on what people are saying and what I observe. So I have no proof, I have no facts, but based on what has been said and based on what I have observed. I'm not going to say that Kenneth is physically abusive because I would never um, put that out there to somebody, but I do feel like he is mentally abusive to Shorty. And I do feel like he has done things to put her in a situation where maybe she doesn't feel comfortable. Like like Callie said, I agree with what Callie said. Maybe the, the, the cameras make her feel comfortable to say things that she doesn't feel comfortable saying when they're by themselves. I mean, even did y'all see the previews for the rest of the season? Did y'all see how he was talking to her? Like, I don't know. I just, I'm just like, the two things that really made me afraid, not afraid, but the two things that gave me caution was the one when she said she moved and, and changed her phone and he literally showed up at her job and followed her home. That is, to me, that's, that's stalkerish. That's, that's stalkerish and controlling. And when she said, I try to break up with him, but he won't let me. What is like he won't let me? And then when she was like, the man took her phone and took pictures of her bank account information. I don't, and she still doesn't know where he's sitting. Like, what does he do? What do you need pictures of her bank account information for? That's that's abusive behavior. Abusive doesn't always have to mean he's slapping her around. No, I wait a minute. Let me see. We're trying to figure out where the noise. Amisha, go to the back chat. Go to the Everybody mute, room. please. Everybody Hold mute. Hold on, no, no, no. Keep talking. I'm on mute already. Hold on. I had muted. I had muted every and it stopped. So it might have been every mic like Stacy was saying. Everybody, everybody was still talking. I had muted her, and I'm gonna unmute her. Everybody, everybody talk. Who's who's who? Everybody unmuted right now. I don't hear nothing. Okay, let me unmute her. It's it's every. I don't know. Can you hear? Uh, it sounded like she had the grocery store for real in her phone. Oh, okay. 
I'm just gonna mute, mute that. And uh, maybe she, cause she probably can't hear, obviously. Anyway, the really people was saying something. I was, uh, I was actually engaged and trying to hear it. And I know Ebony doing this little bit, but I'm really trying to hear what Ebony uh, really was saying because she's making a, um, a really good point. No, I, all I was saying was I don't have proof that he's physically abusive, but based on what has been said, and I know you know every we can't take everything 100, but based on what has been said and from him and from her, to me a lot of his actions are mentally abusive and stalkerish. And I just, I, I, maybe that's why I lean, I understand that she's emasculating him, mm-hmm. but I agree with, I was saying, I agree with what Cali girl is saying that maybe the com- maybe the cameras are giving her the courage that she doesn't feel like she has behind closed doors to say the things she's trying to say. And I really just think she's using this show as a vehicle to finally get away from him. Um, her calling his mom, I mean, I've been guilty of that. I I don't think that makes me a horrible person that the person I'm dating, I'm building a relationship with his mother and I've I've expressed frustration with things going on in our, you know, relationship. It's not because I want him to beat her, I mean beat his ass or nothing like that. It's just, you know, you talking to him, you get the mom and you try right. to get some insight on certain things and you trying to, you know what I mean? So I didn't take it as when the brother was and then even with I mean the, even the way he responded why you why you calling my mother? What you think? What she gonna beat my ass or something? She beat your ass first. Like, damn. Okay. Like, right. Oh, all right. Right. And I mean, was yeah, that was crazy. definitely crazy when he said, "Oh, she might get frustrated with the BS and beat your ass." Like, that's what I said earlier. I was like, damn. But like, that's, that's what I said earlier. That's the only reason why I say what I say as far as. Like, again, I'm not saying Shorty is handling it in the best way, but I think in her mind, I can't speak for her, but I feel like this is, in her mind, maybe this is the best way. Because if if she feels like she's tried everything else, then maybe she figured if we break up publicly on a public platform and I expose the behavior, then then he'll leave me alone. Like, I don't know. Maybe if I emasculate him enough, maybe if I embarrass him enough, maybe if I you know, make him feel, embarrass him, you know, maybe he'll leave me alone. That's yeah, I feel you on that. Well, I hope that's not the case as far as it. I mean, I know y'all see, y'all are seeing it. Allegedly, there's signs and all this stuff like that, but I, you know, I mean, maybe the mental, but that's such a strong, strong, strong thing to, you know, to say to, you know, I just think that it's not a good match to me, and I feel like that he's being betrayed He's being betrayed as a young Louisiana brother who doesn't have any job, doesn't have any ambition, and that she's putting the bill for everything. She's fed up. It's kind of like a, a typical older woman, young man story. And I'm pretty sure there's more to the story. And I'd like really be able to reference you because you'd be like, look, I was never affirming what I see. I just feel like there's more behind it, whatever. But well, if I can agree, okay, so I'm agreeing with um if we get a full picture and if we go back a couple of episodes where she was talking about he took her phone and wouldn't give it back and then he took her banking information and previous to that their last breakup you know he went to her job which almost costed her her job and xyz i can understand um and come from a place of empathy and understanding of where you guys are coming from i definitely and see that. I also 
as being a contestant of a reality show, and I'm not sure if this is like the strength that Shorty has to re recognize of herself. Um, I don't know whose idea it was to come to put a ring on it. And it takes a very strong person to do reality TV. I mean, like we've seen people having their like mental breakdowns and stuff after being on reality TV. But just to be there, you got to be stronger than what you think you were and to bring this to the forefront. So I definitely understand what what y'all are talking about. And like in in my in my situation like my ex, he I'm you know, it's gotten back to me that he's posted some questionable com uh, commentary that's like, you know, like a subliminal diss to me or whatever. So I totally empathize with and understand where you guys are coming from. My perspective at this moment was just based on this episode. And what I'm, what I'm seeing from this episode is not to dismiss anything that she has or went through. Now, what thing, what today I saw um, on his live, he had a live this morning. I kind of clicked in it real quick because y'all know I don't do lives, but I accidentally got into it because I was just checking my stuff this morning. And you know how you kind of go into Instagram and automatically go into a live, somebody's live, mm -hmm. somebody's live. And he did his little tongue flick and all that. And I was like, are we serious here? And him age shaming her. He's like 35, 36. I, what's that to 40? That ain't older than you like that. Like if she was 70 and you're talking about, oh, I'm 35, 36. Okay. But that that ageism right there, that's not cute either. Mm -mm. And here's the thing too. Okay. Here's the thing too. On another live that the crew was on, you know, somebody had jumped into the to the live and was like, "Oh, what's Shorty's IG?" And he immediately got defensive and angry, like, "You don't need to worry about her. I'm her man." So it's like it was very possessive the way he reacted to somebody asking what her ig was and it was a male that asked but it's like when you're in a relationship that person is not your possession and the, and he made it seem like why are you checking for something that belongs to me you know what i'm saying like he got ownership papers on it that's not how this works that's not how any of this works which is crazy because on his live you can clearly see that he's in a different apartment or you know home well he's in louisiana he clearly states and he's been in oh, louisiana for several weeks yes. Okay, yeah, you're right. He's, he's in New Orleans. Orleans, and he's been in New Orleans for several weeks that he's been um, going live. I want to say it's at least two, maybe three weeks ago, he's been claiming he's in New Orleans. Can I tried to follow something? him. He got a private account now. Can I say something? He'll let, he'll let you in. Um, both Kenny and Shorty are awful, horrible people and shouldn't be in relation with each other. That's all I got. That's all I got to say. I understand, Loretta, what you're saying. Uh, and um, Stacy, I understand what you're saying. And you are both correct. They are awful, horrible people. And they should not be in relation with each other because they just bring the awful and awfulness out of each other. So they're, yes, they're toxic, feeding on each other's toxic. 
Mm. So they should not be in relation. His crazy ass shouldn't be stalking her down to her job and all of that foolishness. Her crazy ass shouldn't be denigrating him on national TV. They're both awful, horrible people, and they bring out the worst to each other, and they need to get away from each other immediately. Well, all right. And seek professional help. Exactly. Get on somebody. Because otherwise, they are going to go into the next relationship with the same toxic levels. Listen. They make, listen, <laughs> let me just say this. One man's trash is another's treasure. I I can't speak to, they they do need to go sit on somebody's sofa because both of them give me crazy eyes. But I can't, I can't speak to as to, they may get into, you know, iron sharpen iron and they get into the right relationship with the right person who will bring out different traits in them. But them two together is a walking toxic dump and they need to get away from each other. Okay. Okay. All right. And somebody need to throw Otis under the jail because I feel like he's done something. I can't put my finger on it. We're not getting the full picture. And they're getting on my nerves too. They getting they getting I feel like he's he, he, buried out in the rose garden and ain't nobody found her yet. That's what it feel like to me. I feel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. And I'm gonna leave it right there because I I didn't see episode the first. I can only go by what I've seen up until now, and pretty much all of these people are awful, horrible people, and they feed on the worst and bring out the worst in each other. Mm-hmm. And I need you ain't never lied on that one. I need them to talk to someone other than Dr. Nicole because Dr. Nicole is cute for this show, but they need some deep healing work to be done. On they need to show. talk to Iyanla. Oh no, they need more than Iyama. They they need somebody <laughs> with several degrees behind their name who right. has anonymity that they can go somewhere and sit down and talk to them for long periods of time to work on the past trauma that they keep perpetuating over and over again in relationships. Something is wrong. If the if you always having issues in relationships, beloved, the common denominator is you. Fix yourself because you will ruin everyone you come in contact with until you. Mm-hmm. Get- and just like that, Charlie and Otis situation, you know, like I know last week we got so um, uh, sidetracked with all the other drama was going on. We didn't even discuss their whole situation, which started the episode with, you know, them and, you know, him not wanting to talk and they were supposedly be done. But then when we see this situation, um, you know, he comes back. That's a toxic situation, too. Right. I agree. Like in this episode, we saw Charlie. We saw what her, uh, you know, y'all can argue about it. Um, one of her toxic traits is to act like you're about to break up with somebody to see what he's going to do for you. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's freaking crazy. While I understand her embarrassment, like, to to think or to or to present like let me threaten a breakup yes prove his love to me or prove whatever to me that's toxic well it is it's funny it's testing it's testing him it's testing him and that's that game is he gonna come back is he gonna apologize is he gonna bow down it's a whole test and it's a power move and that's toxic on on her part and the other thing is he did what he did to to prove to her i got options so that's toxic on his part what's funny is what abby said about shorty and kenneth 
is how I feel about Otis and Charlie. I don't feel that way about Shorty and Kenneth, although I respect her opinion, but I do feel that way about Otis and Charlie. I think they are toxic together and I think they bring out each other's worst traits because for as much as she wants to say that he's petty, he's petty, he's petty, she's petty as fuck. That yes. dress that she wore on that date was, I don't care what show we on, I don't care about none of this. That dress was disrespectful. And if he was mad about her bringing some flowers home, you mean to tell me that he ain't have a whole situation exactly. for her? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Because when I saw that dress, especially the back of it, did you see how low cut that dress was in the back? Like, mm -hmm. I, I missed that part. Can you? Can you? That was a that was a go f me dress. That was a come f me dress. It was a, it was a short like like summer dress. It was cut down in the front. So her boobage was was very, very visible. And then in the back, it was cut. The back was out all the way damn near to her butt crack. And it came like right above her knees. It was a cute dress. Let's be clear. Very cute dress. But in my opinion, very inappropriate for the situation. Now, this whole show is inappropriate. We can agree to that. But it was just inappropriate, in my opinion. Just like that dress that... Um, uh, 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 crazy girl wore to the damn Japanese restaurant that it, the dress, the spandex dress that cut right below her her ass crack was inappropriate in my opinion. But let me say this. I say that because Otis got mommy issues and Otis oh, he another one that need to sit yeah. on the, sit on the, sit on the um, couch because he's got he got mommy issues. Did you you heard that his issue he like he, okay and I'm, this is me reading between the lines. This is me adding my adding my shit to the sauce. Mm -hmm. He has a problem with how his father dealt with his mother. And I yep. almost think that there's a lack of, I, I think he loves and respects his dad, but I almost think there's a lack of respect from the point of view of, I ain't going to never let no woman treat me the way I saw a woman treat my father. Well, in his examples, it seemed like he, he was saying, like his mom was too opinionated. And I'm like, but he also said his mother was disrespectful. But again, what his definition of disrespectful is, I, I I can't, I would need to hear examples of what his mama did because his definition of disrespectful may not be everybody else's because we see that he thought it was disrespectful her, for her to bring them damn flowers home. So I, I, I don't well, know, what his, but I think that I, that's part of his, what he needs to sit on the couch about. And I completely agree with you because on the last episode when he was talking with his dad, when he started the conversation with his dad, we learned that his mom is deceased and instead of you honoring a deceased parent and, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Because he got mommy issues. Maybe it's just me, but I wouldn't drag somebody who is not. It's not there to defend right. themselves. Not, right. But not just not here to defend themselves, but not even in this realm, in a spiritual mm -hmm. realm, to defend themselves. Like, I thought that was just. I thought that was just uncouth, you know. Like I just maybe it's how I was raised. You just don't speak on the deceased like no, that. I, I agree. It's one I thing. To, it's one thing to tell your truth, but you're not really telling anything like an experience. You're just telling opinions. Like she, I mean, mom had a lot of opinions, and I don't know how you dealt with that. Exactly, and that's and that's and that's why I'm saying he got mommy issues, and he need to go sit on the couch. I don't know what did y'all notice that Charlie's um, family was the only family member we didn't see. Did did she talk to anybody from her family? No. 
So did y'all notice that? I wonder if that. I wonder if that's. I mean, does she not have family, or they just wouldn't agree to go on the show? That's interesting that we didn't see a family for a family member for her. Which Charlie, she like, she. I don't know. It's it's hard to read Charlie because Charlie also let us know that she was a collegiate athlete, and with that comes a lot of confidence. It comes, it it comes with a lot. So competitiveness. I don't think, think she's just like some lowly hurt person because to play D one college athletics. You got to have a lot of confidence within yourself, especially if you're one of the few black woman tennis players or black man tennis players on a college scene. So I just, it's just so hard for me to read this situation other than it's toxic. Like all of these, like all three couples give me toxicity with great sex. Like I can't determine what to do with this person because now we're going to fight and then we're going to have great sex and I'm going to feel what I need to feel in these moments. And then mm -hmm. tomorrow we're going to do it again. Like uh -huh. mm -hmm. rinse and repeat. Yeah. Rinse and repeat. Absolutely. And that's, I, that's why, look, I told y'all at the beginning, I think after episode two, I told y'all don't, none of these couples need to be. Now I will say nope. this, when we get to the third couple, I, I might surprise y'all with what I got to say about the third couple, but I will let us finish up with them. Well, I, like, hey, I always said, like, I went through all the couples to try to see who was real and who was fake based on the bullshit that we've seen in previous seasons. However, we know that Shay and Alfonso is in a real relationship because they almost got married. Um, Shorty and Kenneth, I was skeptical about because of, of the bullshit, but we see that Kenneth has been posting all these old videos of them yeah. um, on and YouTube, right. but Charlie and and um, Otis, I don't know, I'm still on the fence about them being real or fake. And I, and I understand your research. I understand your research, Dina. But as somebody who doesn't post things like that on my social media, I mean, I've had whole relationships that ain't nobody ever see a picture, and nobody ever knew I was in a relationship because I never right. expressed it. So we can't always go by social media. Although I understand I, people live in the, the world of social media these days, but mm -hmm. honestly, if you go through my social media, you would think I ain't never had a man because you just would never. And I feel you because I'm the same way. I'm the exact same way. But what I'm saying is, is that once you get on like a platform such as this, and you're trying to showcase. There, there's nothing that ties the two together. So that's that's all I'm saying. I, I'm just doing my research no, on what is presented to me. We know you're the researcher, girl. We know. <laughs> no, really. Y'all would, would never know. Y'all would never know what I was doing. I will never showcase that. Somebody yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't have full on relationships for three, four years. I got a man right now. I ain't post, and it's two years in, and we had some history 20, you know, 13, 14 years ago. I've never posted him on my page either. So I 100% get what you're saying, but I'm not out on TV either trying to make people believe a certain narrative. We'll see. Mm, okay, that's another comment. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because I'm like, I don't have to make you believe my narrative. But I, I, but I, hear, you. I hear you, though. 
think no, I, I'm in a, I'm in 100% agreement with you. I am in 100% per, uh, agreement with you. I'm just saying, like, once you get on TV and you are trying to, to spin the narrative and you're trying to, you know, garner whatever you're trying to garner from this experience, the history is not matching what you're saying. That's all I'm you. saying. I got you, babe. I got you. And like I said, you know, I don't. I don't do all the extra, so <laughs> right. Because you and me, we're we're normal people. Like I'm, I literally, Thank I'm not posting a man till we get married. I love you. Normal. Thank you for calling me normal. Yes, no, yeah, you and me, we are normal people. I'm not posting a man until we marry. Y'all will think that I am single for a hundred years, and I'm not posting that man until we are at the altar. Shout out to the Same. Hey, okay, I'm sorry. Listen, y'all go get a picture of me at the altar with this nigga and be like, surprise, shorty. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Because let me tell you something. In 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 my world and the people I know, like somebody I, I know for a fact that somebody would try to sleep with my man just for the simple fact he my man. He could be an ugly ass troll, bottom feeder, or whatever. But I because I love him, somebody wants to sleep with him to do something towards me. So I will be very clear: like nobody will see my man until we are at the altar, and then you can try it if you want to and come up on uh, first forty eight. Oh, hey, Rivka, Rivka Omega. I was looking at your comment. I'm, I'm just asking because I really don't know. What is a bag out? Um, she said that Otis is a bag out. I saw that too, and I was like, I don't know what. I, I need to go in my little urban dictionary, you know. I don't know. <laughs> Not the urban dictionary. <laughs> oh, but I still don't know what a what. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna need her to elaborate. Can we get the Urban word. Dictionary description uh, definition? I don't see the pose. Hey, the pose? did y'all notice that on um, Jay and Fonzo's um, scene where they were sitting there talking, and she's she's talking to him about you know what she wants him to do. Um, she threw the pillow at him when she got up and walked away. Did y'all see that? Mm-hmm. But here's here's the thing. How is it? Again, I'm gonna go to the receipts. How is it that on December 31st of 2019, y'all was in Vegas and got married, and you don't have a relationship with this man's mama or his family? The thing about it is, you know, at this point, I'm gonna say something. Look, at this point, is this show has been on the air, regardless of how it was had a year ago, since months, nine months, whatever. I cannot imagine the cousins of the cousins of the friends of the friends who like, girl, what? You ain't met his mom. I'm saying, because I'm pretty sure just like she's in the dark about who his mom is and all that. I'm pretty sure her people around her are like, I didn't know you had met his mom before. Cause I just try to imagine when this show, these shows come out, a lot of these things are pre-taped or whatever, and they watch them for the first time after the editing and all that kind of stuff. I just wonder. I just wonder. Well, let's clarify. She didn't say she, okay. What I heard, what what I heard in when Fonzo was talking to Dr. Nicole in this episode, what I heard him say was, <laughs> what I heard him say was, they know who she is. They just don't think it's serious. They think that she's just another one mm -hmm. in the deck. And I said that is. a few episodes ago. Yeah, they but know who is just, who is just a passerby after three years of being with somebody. 
Yeah, they just don't respect the level of the relationship. They don't think it's as serious as it is. He said, he was like, you know, they just think that I'm going to move on and it's going to be somebody right behind her. The other thing that I thought was really good, the, that conversation, the conversation with him and Dr. Nicole, I thought was a really good conversation because the other thing that I thought was really good, and this was something else that was brought up, I think, in the last episode of the episode before that, he never fully closed the door with the baby mama. Mm -hmm. They never had a hard breakup. He said they just sort of drifted away. Phased out. He so said, you know how yeah. he phased out. out. So, and that's what he said to Shay. And I mean, that's like, why they going on family vacations together. Right. Exactly. right. When, when Shay exactly. said, when did y'all break up? And he said, well, if you ask me, that means that the two of y'all do not have a meeting of the minds on when, when this relationship mm -hmm. And that's why she's holding on. That's why the mama is holding on. And that's why they will not take Shay seriously because they're looking at Shay as, oh, she's just a, a rebound and he's going to come back home. And a so, placeholder. A seat like, filler. Right. So, Maybe a placeholder, but a rebound don't last for three years. Well, honey. well, yeah, not a rebound. So you're right, a placeholder. And so, and again, let's, let's be clear. I'm not saying that, that, they're, that they're legit, that, that I'm not saying that they're being rational in that thought. But y'all know, just like, I mean, I'm a woman and I'll speak for myself. We've all, I go say, okay, let me speak for myself again. Been there and done that. Let me say that. Been there and done that. You break up with a man. You ain't really ready for it to be over or you think it's just a temporary breakup. And next thing you know, he dating somebody and it's like, oh, whoa, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. You, okay, well, she ain't going to be around long. And you don't allow yourself, regardless of the evidence in your face, you could see them walk down the aisle. You could see them have babies. But if you have not allowed yourself to let go, you're mm -hmm. holding on to that hope that one day he's coming back. And his Listen. mother is doing the same thing because he hasn't had that conversation. Listen, she don't have to stop being friends with the mother of his child because at the end of the day, she's going to always, that's going to always be her grandchild. Mm -hmm. And she does need to maintain exactly. that relationship. But what he has to be clear with his mother, and I think that's what Shay is, I feel like mm -hmm. we're getting we're getting more insight. They're learning how to use their words and they're getting more insight on exactly what it is she needs from him and exactly what he needs to do. What he needs to do is sit down, have a conversation with his mother, which he admitted he never did, and mm -hmm. say, Look, Shay is my every the way he talked about her in this episode changed my mind. Cause he was like, Listen, I can't imagine living my life without her oh, yeah, we're right. going to fix yes. this because i i love her and she is who i want to like he was very clear in his intentions. right now right. he may not always clear in his actions and that's what he need help with but dr nicole gave him some good advice and said listen the tools yeah you need to sit down and you need to have that hard conversation and it doesn't have to be a negative it could be listen our relationship is changed you will always be a part of my life because my child is going to always be a part of my life. But the dynamics of our relationship is going to, ha it has to change. And you have to let your mom know, listen, you can be friends with her. Y'all can continue the relationship that y'all have. But what you have to do, you have to respect my relationship with Shay. Because mm -hmm. what I desire is for us to be able to have birthday parties together, for us to be able to do things as a family. And I need you to, you don't have to like it. You don't have to like it. But I need you to respect that this is who I have chosen to be with. But see, he's the only one that can do that. And that's what exactly. she's trying to get him to understand. Yes. That but I can't. What? After, so, all that, after all that, me being a person with common sense, the common sense that God gave me, 
if me and somebody aren't together for three years, if 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 this man's like, all right, we need to take a break or a pause from this relationship, and he got another main chick for three years who he went and he actually married, and they were too immature to to do the correct paperwork in their state. I'm, I'm still gonna be holding on to hopes that I can get with this man. I'm not. I'm not talking about the baby mama. I'm not trying to bash or anything. But for me, I'm not gonna be waiting around knowing my value, being a person that understands my own self worth and value. I ain't about to be holding on to nobody for three years. I don't care if we smashing on the side or not. Like you ain't taking me to dinner and stuff. But then again. They went on vacation. So I this their whole thing. Very very I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. But first of all, baby, common sense ain't common. So right. what's, what's common sense to you is That's not common is. sense. I'm just telling you, baby. I'm telling you, common sense ain't common. And second of all, we have seen men do it, we have seen women do it. They will hold on to that, like they will hold it. Glimpse of hope. That's what I call right. it. Glimpse, glimpse of hope. Of, right. Every glimpse of hope. I mean, again, been there and done that. Now, it didn't last five, six years, but I have been in that situation where I break up with somebody, they got a whole nother relationship. And I'd be like, mm. but when I saw him at the party the other night, he gave me that look. He missed me. He'd be back. You know what I mean? You hold like on. what's that Heather Handley song in my mind? In I'll my always mind. be his girl. He'll always be my exactly. I always I'll always be his lady. He'll always be my man. In my mind. <laughs> in my mind. That don't mean it's real. A reality to everybody else. Okay, well, in my mind, this has been a lovely conversation. We thank you all for coming out this evening. Kamisha is falling into a coma. So we're going to continue this discussion <laughs> next week on the dumpster fire that has put a ring on it. Please follow everybody on the panel. I'm not Please follow everybody on the panel. We love y'all. We will see y'all again next week. Everybody wave at the people. Kamisha, hit the button. Okay, bye-bye.